Well, hello and welcome to your Newsmax Daily for Friday, February 23rd, 2024, 02-23-24, the final Friday of the month already. And a week from today will be March 1st. 25 days from today will be the first day of spring. Today is National Banana Bread Day, and who doesn't love some good banana bread? Celebrate as you wish or with as much as you wish. In the headlines, we are transmitting and uh, welcome to the moon. After a week's long journey of more than 620,000 miles, a 14 foot tall lunar lander named Odysseus successfully landed on the moon last night. Mission Control confirming the lunar, built by a Houston based company, is transmitting data. Odysseus, or ODI as it's called, is the first U.S. built spacecraft to land on the moon since 1972. This is huge. It's the first step in bringing man back to the moon. A new adventure in science, innovation, and American leadership in space. That's NASA Administrator and former Florida Senator Bill Nelson. In Washington, President Biden is unveiling hundreds of new sanctions on Russia. This in response to the death of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. And the President, First Lady, and Vice President Harris are welcoming the nation's governors to the White House today during the National Governors Association winter meeting, many of whom are Republicans. Former President Donald Trump hosting a Get Out the Vote rally in beautiful Rock Hill, South Carolina this afternoon at his right outside of the beautiful city of Charlotte and it is going to be packed. Trust me. You can watch it live on Newsmax and Newsmax 2, followed by lots of reaction and analysis as well. Last night, Trump was in Nashville speaking with the National Religious Broadcasters Conference. How any Christian can vote for a Democrat, Christian or person of faith, Person of faith, how you can vote for a Democrat is crazy. And the conversation on who Trump is going to pick as his running mate is heating up again. When people would call Trump crazy, you remember the whole, oh, he's going to get us into a war thing. My response was always, yeah, crazy like a fox. At least a month ago, Trump told Newsmax that he already knew who his running mate was going to be. He also told Tucker Carlson the same thing, I believe. Now, this week, all of a sudden, he's back to having a list, six or seven people. And I think he does it just so we keep talking about it. So here we are. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott is on the list, and maybe we'll see him today in South Carolina's rally. Ron DeSantis, who I keep saying could very well still be the pick if it is not a woman, is on the list. The original Republican dream team, right? Trump and DeSantis. Trump can only do four years, then DeSantis would be ushered in in 2028. It sounds crazy, but much Crazier things have happened in politics and in Washington, D.C. Like Trump considering former Democratic presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard of Hawaii. Maybe just to stick it to the Democrats. Carrie Lake was rumored to be an early favorite, but we haven't heard much about her lately. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem has been on the list from the very beginning. She is still apparently on the list. We're going to hear from Governor Noem in a moment. But first, Florida Congressman Byron Donalds, maybe the least known nationally. Maybe the country knows the least about Byron Donalds out of all the people that are on the list, but his name keeps coming up. 
He also gave the opening address at the Conservative Political Action Conference, known as CPAC, yesterday. I got to tell you, I've given a lot of speeches, but I've never given the opening speech. So, you know, there's a lot of pressure up here. But something tells me you're going to help me get through this. Is that, is that right? You're going to help me? All right. I think the Schlapps brought up a lot of key points about all the things that are ailing us around the globe. But the thing that's hurting us more than anything is we are divided here at home. We're divided as Americans. We're definitely divided within political parties and political movements. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the House of Representatives. We're divided there too. But the thing that cures division is leadership. It is not governance. It's not going along to get along. It's not saying nice things. It is leadership that actually helps to cure those divides. And the time has come in America again for us to reassert reassert ourselves and bring American leadership back to the forefront of our country. And we talk so much about foreign policy these days, and for good reason, because Joe Biden has been a disaster as president of the United States. He's been terrible. But let's look at NATO for a moment. A lot's been made about NATO over the last couple of weeks. There was a time where America did have to carry all the freight for NATO, because the countries in Europe were rebuilding themselves from World War II. And the spirit of the American people, we were there to do that. We were willing to do that. But now those other countries have to come along for the ride as well. You know, I equate it to some of your great sport teams. Everybody remembers the Chicago Bulls of the 80s. They had Michael Jordan. They didn't have much else. Michael Jordan dropped 63 points in the Boston Garden against the vaunted 86 Celtics. But that Chicago Bulls team lost that series against a better and deeper team. If the world is actually gonna have security, then it can't just be America scoring all the points, grabbing all the rebounds, passing out all the assists, blocking all the shots. We need our allies in NATO to step up and do their part. Florida Congressman Byron Donalds, a former banking executive and potential 2024 Republican vice presidential candidate. South Dakota Governor Christy Nome, who announced that she is sending more troops from her state to the U.S.-Mexico border in Texas, was in studio with Greta Van Susteren. We're back with South Dakota Governor Christy Nome. Governor, um, you sent some troops down, National mm-hmm. Guard, to the border. I think this is the fifth time. Fifth time that we have. I, I, we were actually, I was the first governor to send National Guard troops originally when Governor Abbott first set up Operation Lone Star and asked for help. A lot of governors had sent or were considering sending law enforcement, but I recognized back then that our National Guard soldiers are uniquely trained to fit into this type of mission, partner with other agencies, federal agencies, other National Guard deployments and to really understand that this is a war zone down there. So this is the fifth group of, in, of people that we'll send down. This time I'm sending engineers, builders, because when I called Governor Abbott right away, the day he was being threatened by the federal government that they were gonna come in and cut down his razor wire, I called him and I said, what exactly do you need? Like, what is actually helpful to you? And he said, we built a barrier that actually is working. And that's when they took us to court to force us to take it down is because 
We built a barrier out of shipping containers, cattle panels, and razor wire that even these military-aged men couldn't get across, and it worked, and that's why the federal government is coming after us. And I said, then you need builders. You need people to help build more barrier, and that's what we're going to send to them. Why do, why do you think? I mean, the Biden administration is now admitting for the first time, I, you know, it's a little bit late that there's a problem at the border. We've got all the fentanyl pouring in, the precursor mm -hmm. drugs coming from China. And it's been you, and you can see the videos. You, you, you can read about it on Twitter mm -hmm. or on, on, on TikTok, but you don't mm -hmm. even have to. You can look at the video and see for yourself that right. people are just pouring in. Why do you think um, the Biden administration was so slow to admit to? Because I always thought that if anything bad happened, if anyone got across that border with a mm -hmm. W. MD, you know, the, they were going to own it because mm -hmm. they've been so resistant to it. But why do you think they resisted for so long calling the border problem? I think they're still resisting. But they're, why? they're doing this on purpose. Greta, why? Because they're trying to fundamentally remake our country into a socialist country. It, I mean, that is the Democrat Party of today. It really is. We are now in a shirts and skins game. It's either people who love America or people who don't love America anymore. So this, this is still on purpose. He just recognizes that it's hurting him politically now. A year ago, there was articles and it was very transparent that these countries like Venezuela, Cuba, were emptying out their prisons and sending them to America be, and through these open borders. And it wasn't just people who were on the known terrorist watch list. It was people who actually were other governments' responsibilities that but, they didn't want anymore. They didn't want their, they emptied out their mental health that, institutions and sent them to America because they said, we don't want to take care of these people anymore. Go there because their border is so open. That's South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem. They're sending people from mental institutions and hospitals. Does that sound familiar to you? And listen to this. What's interesting to me is that I have the cartels now set up in South Dakota is that these Mexican cartels that have been laundering money and, and proliferating this drugs and human trafficking have a presence in our state. They have set up on Native American tribes and have a presence there and are recruiting more and more members to distribute drugs throughout the Midwest and to traffic individuals because those are sovereign nations. I have no jurisdiction in my tribal lands. Um, the only people who can come in there and enforce law is the Department of Justice, and the federal government has a responsibility to bring law and order. Yep. So that's how smart they are, and they're partnering with China. These cartels are all using Chinese-developed apps to oh. run their laundering oh, I, systems. Oh, I was, when I was down in uh, Nicoclea, which is the staging ground to come up the Darien Gap, mm -hmm. is that I met a, a number of Chinese people. I met people from over, you know, many countries, but they had apps telling them exactly what yeah. to do, from, from, from China to Ecuador, where they didn't need a visa to, um, to come into the country. They couldn't get off in Mexico because they needed a visa, but they go to Ecuador and then come up the Darien Gap. Yeah, so it is, it is definitely a professional, more and more developed system all the time. And the fact that President Biden is still allowing this inhumanity to happen to people down there at the southern border and fundamentally remake our country. I just want people to know that, you know, this I know this is political, but but it's on purpose that this is to change us forever. South Dakota governor and potential 2024 GOP VP candidate Kristi Noem on Newsmax with Greta Van Susteren. There is also more and more talk of what I have been saying for months and months. President Biden isn't going to make it. I hope you've been listening for a while and paying close attention. This is Rob Finnerty on Wake Up America with Alabama Senator Tommy Tupperville. Um, LBJ dropped out of the race on March 31st, 1968, meaning Joe Biden's got 38 days to make up his mind um, when it comes to dropping out if he wants to do what LBJ did. Uh, but a new Monmouth poll, and these numbers are pretty shocking now. Mm -hmm. uh, when asked, do you think Joe Biden will be replaced as the Democratic nominee, 48 percent of people said 
that it's very likely. That's almost half of the country right now that thinks Joe Biden will not be the nominee on November the 5th. If it's not Joe Biden, do you have any idea who might replace him? You know, I really don't. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they're behind the scenes right now trying to f figure out the best scenario. They don't know what to do with Kamala Harris, uh, the vice president. Uh, they're going to have to satisfy her some way, but uh, they, get, they got a huge problem. It is just just unfortunate. I think probably what you're going to see is the, the story will be told in the State of Union address, which is in a few weeks. Uh, he's got to get up there and stand for about 45 minutes and give his opinion. Now, he will read it. But he's having a hard time reading as we speak. So it will be an interesting scenario, I think, after that point, after the State of Union, they'll make a, make a decision whether to do it before March. But if they don't, they'll, they'll, they won't go past uh, uh, the convention because the guy can't make it. I mean, he can't make a decision. Somebody else is running the country. We know that. But they're even getting to the point right now going, hey, we can't win this election with Joe Biden. Yeah, so a new Emerson College poll also found that former President Donald Trump would defeat Gavin Newsom in a hypothetical matchup by at least 10 points. Again, Newsom not running for president, but of course the idea has been floated out there. Senator, what do you make of this? Yeah, I think Gavin Newsom probably would be a, the, the person that they would go to. He's, got, he, he's running the, 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 probably the, the best state in terms of beauty in the country, but he's ruined that, uh, and hmm. everybody knows it. And so his policies are right, right in line with uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. Uh, they want to turn this country into a third world country. They're accomplishing that. Uh, he's already done that to the state of uh, California. But I would imagine he would be the heir apparent if Joe Biden steps down. Alabama Senator Tommy Tupperville on Wake Up America. I still think, I hope not, but I still think when the dust settles, it's going to be Michelle Obama. Fast forward a bit. Rob Finnerty asking Tuberville about Republican Senate leader Mitch McConnell's health. Mitch McConnell, uh, my first couple of years here, he, he was sharp. He was on top of it. Uh, he had a fall last year about this time. Uh, he's had some problems, uh, you know, hearing and things like that. Uh, uh, I, he's got some strong ideas, but we have to have strong leadership, number one. But when President Trump wins, we're going to have to have somebody also in the Senate that's going to be able to get along and work with with President Trump. We've, we're going to have four short years to get a lot of things done, and we're going to have to do it from the Senate and the White House and the House to really help the American people and taxpayer. And Tuberville had some very strong words when it came to Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Well, first of all, let me address the Mayorkas deal. You know, I hope we have a trial, but he should be in a different trial. He should be in a criminal trial, what he's done. He is he has absolutely broken more laws, killed more people with drugs and murder and all that, letting all these people in. And the guy thinks that the border's closed, so he shouldn't be in. He should be in jail, not not really impeached. Mayorkas should be in jail and not impeached. Alabama Senator Tom Tupperville on Wake Up America, which don't forget starts at six thirty Eastern every day. And Wake Up America Weekend Edition coming up this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. That begins at 7. So speaking of the border, I came across this, and I'm sure it will get very little, if any, coverage. But you need to know this. Check this out. As you know, the United States has been flying some undocumented migrants back to their home countries, right? Including Venezuela. Now... Venezuela has stopped accepting migrant deportation flights from the United States.
something that the Biden administration had quietly restarted last October when they finally realized that the border is completely out of control and insane. But now, now Venezuela is telling us, the United States, no, don't bring our people here. You keep them. Don't bring them back. So let's see how Homeland Security is going to respond to this, if at all. And let's wrap it up with a great conversation on last night's edition of The Balance with Eric Bowling. Fascism is alive and well in the, in the Democrat Party. Every American should be outraged by this, but they won't be. Most Americans are asleep, pacified or apathetic, while Democrats intentionally destroy this country. What will it take to wake the American people up? No one seems to care about the partisan prosecutor in New York. She's abusing the rule of law. The left is waging lawfare with the implicit message to political opponents, either keep quiet or suffer the consequences. Join me now to break it all down as attorney for Save America, Christina Bob. Welcome back again, Christina. So we've talked about it, but, you know, it, it, it does. Every time you talk to people in the water cooler or on the street, it's always about I don't care if you like Trump or not. They're going they're going w way over the line. They're going past what American American people expect fair play. Uh, bottom line. And this is nothing like that. You're exactly right. And the idea that they're they're basically cutting off the appeals process and the fact that they're trying to jam this judgment down his throat without his ability to use all of his constitutional rights uh, of the judicial process, which includes the appellate process, to me indicates that they know they're wrong. They know they're in the wrong. And that's why they don't want to allow the Court of Appeals to weigh in before they harm him more. Um, and so they're trying to cut off that process and just create more headlines and create more drama and create more turmoil for the president, knowing that they're likely to get overturned. I, it's shocking. I mean, I don't know how many times we can use the word unprecedented, shocking, crazy before it sounds trite. But every next step that they take is shockingly worse than the last one. So I know a little thing or two. I spent 15 or 18 years on Wall Street. I know billionaires are very wealthy. I also know that they don't have four or five hundred or six hundred million dollars laying around. If it's this judgment or the E. Jean Carroll judge, they don't have it laying around. They have it in assets. Right. They have it in buildings. They have it in real estate. And so it feels like what she's trying to get Trump to do is forfeit one of his buildings in advance of the appeals process just so she can get that like she can get that skin that that scalp that she's looking for that's exactly what she's trying to do and that's exactly why the the law allows for the appellate process and that's why uh, judge engron was overturned earlier in this case when he tried to strip donald trump of his business licenses uh, that was overturned on appeal because they're saying hang on like that's very that's that's irreversible damage so allow the judicial process the justice system to play out uh, before you inflict an injury that is irreversible. And that's what you're exactly right. What they're trying to do is inflict injury on Donald Trump that can't be reversed. They're cutting off the appellate process and saying, we don't care what the Court of Appeals says. We are going to get our pound of flesh from Donald Trump, uh, come hell or high water, whether it's just or not. Trump attorney with Save America, Christina Bob on Newsmax with Eric Bowling. There will be plenty of Trump and Nikki Haley stuff today and throughout the weekend as we head to tomorrow's South Carolina GOP primary. In other news, CIA director Bill Burns traveled to Europe today for another round of Hamas hostage negotiations. This as the Israel-Hamas war continues. 
Be sure to keep up with all the news today and all weekend long on Newsmax, which is available on most major cable systems, Newsmax Plus and Newsmax.com as well. If you're not yet watching on Newsmax Plus, go to NewsmaxPlus.com, sign up for a free trial. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Newsmax Daily. Continue to share it with your friends and family. Enjoy the weekend and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.